Reverend Stephen Protzman, your minister. Thank you for joining us via technology this morning. We are an interconnected web using the web to connect and worship together. I'm glad we can be together this way and you're here in spirit with me this morning. Wherever you are this morning, we welcome you. May our time together be filled with joy, with belonging, with hope, and with the promise of who we can be together. Everybody, whoever you are, we welcome you. Wherever you come from, we welcome you. Whomever you love, we welcome you. Just the low voices. Whoever you are, we welcome you. Wherever you come from, we welcome you. Whomever you love, we welcome you. How about the high voices?
having some issues with interconnectivity at the internet. So stay tuned. If we get bumped off, we'll get right back on, hopefully. I wanna say thank you to everyone here in the sanctuary or those leading worship remotely, including people who won't be on camera. We have our worship associate, Elaine Bowen, our director of religious education, Colleen Taley, our music director, Hal Walker, Brad Bolton is on the soundboard and Renee Husky is our virtual host and video usher. We are a people who care for one another and value the connections we have with each other and with this community. So do you all know how flu powder works at Hogwarts? Yeah, just poof, and away you go. Well, Zoom has something that works like flu powder. So we're going to magically send you all into breakout rooms where you can spend a few minutes saying hello and seeing how each other is doing. In the spirit of today's service theme, I'd also invite you to share what green thing you have seen coming outside. So let's go to our rooms here for a minute. And welcome back. I have one announcement this morning. Our generosity team wants you to know that we are wrapping up our annual pledge campaign. To date, we received 88 pledges and a total of $204,129. Amazingly, over half of you increased your pledges. Thank you. We are overwhelmed with your generosity. So we still need about $95,000 to reach our goal. The love, acceptance, friendship, and caring that we feel for each other as a church family is more important now than ever. Our budget next, for next year will be finalized at the end of this week. If you have not pledged yet, I ask you to please do so today. You don't even need to leave your house to do it. You can send an email to our church administrator, Mary Beth, or give her a call. Again, welcome. I'm looking outside my window and it looks like a very blue sky. And uh, that reminds me of this song. Spring has now unwrapped the flowers. Day is fast reviving. Life in all her growing powers toward the light is striving. Gone the iron touch of cold, winter time and frost time. Seedlings working through the mold Now make up for lost time Herb and plant that winter long Slumbered at their leisure Now bestirring green and strong Find in growth their pleasure All the world with beauty fills Gold the green enhancing Flowers make glee among the hills and set battles dancing. Earth puts on her dress of glee, flowers and grasses hide her. We go forth in charity, brothers all beside her. For as we this glory see in the awakening season, Reason learns the heart's decrees, and hearts are led by reason. Through each wonder of fair days, God herself expresses. Beauty follows all her ways, as the world she blesses. So as she renews the earth, artist without rival, in the grace of glad new birth. 
we must seek revival. Winters are long in New England, and they seemed especially so when I was a child growing up there. My mom seemed to understand my desire for spring to show herself. We would begin watching the flower beds in late February, early March, for the very first signs of green. The little wee tips of the crocuses poking their heads up from the ground. When they popped up, as they always did, it was such a joy to see them. We knew spring was just around the corner. I love spring. The brilliant sun like this morning, the fresh smells of rain, of dirt, of new growth, the vibrant colors of green and yellow, purple, pink, and white. Everywhere, signs of rebirth, renewal, and hope. Late Tuesday afternoon, my spouse Bill sent me a photo of our first two daffodils, almost but not quite fully open. I nearly cried for the beauty and the gift of them. You may see only a yellow flower on a green stem. I see something very different. I see the face of God lifting her head toward the heavens. She is singing, I am here. I came back to you. Everything is going to be all right. Come, let us worship together. We join Unitarian Universalists around the country in lighting a chalice, a symbol of sanctuary and safety, a sign of life's beauty and wonder, a symbol of peace and hope. It is an invitation to continue our ongoing search for the light of truth within us and among us and a reminder that we are all interconnected in the great web of existence of which we are each a beloved part. Would you join me now in the covenant written by James Vila Blake? Love is the spirit of this church and service its law. This is our great covenant to dwell together in peace, to seek the truth in love, and to help one another. Hello, dear one. I was having some trouble unmuting myself. Can you hear me? So first thing I wanna do this morning is I wanna start with a warm hug. So if the young ones are with their families this morning, let's take a moment to hug and know that this one is from me, okay? Okay. So I've been feeling kind of cooped up this week. What about you? I think it's because I've been feeling a bit stuck. And if I feel this way, I wonder if you also feel this way. And while we talk today, I'd really love to see you add to the chat box. Lots of the adults and grown-ups are doing it, but I'd love to see what you have to say while we have a little chat. 
Because I want to know what helps you feel better when you feel stuck, when you feel cooped up. I see the Packer Man family, and I see the Bonomo family. Welcome. So I'll tell you, one of the things that I do when I feel stuck or cooped up is I take my shoes off and go outside. Now, it's been a little bit cold the last couple of days, but I saw the weather report, and it's starting to warm up right now. So we might be able to do this in a couple of days. So yay for spring. <laughs> I love to put my feet on the soft grass and close my eyes and let the sun shine right on my face. It helps me feel more connected. It helps me feel connected to nature and it helps me feel more connected to all of you. And that reminds me of our seventh principle. And I know you know it, we are all connected. Hi, Abby, I see you in there. You play piano and sing, that's awesome. I see people reading recipes and cooking. So this week I've been searching around outside for beautiful things beautiful and interesting things. And I haven't been able to go beyond my backyard, but you know what? My backyard is just fine. Had wonderful things to teach me. Did you know that one of the sources of wisdom in Unitarian Universalism is simply nature? I thought that was pretty cool. So on my walks in the backyard, this is what I found. I found a bunny that looked like she might become a mama soon. I saw patches of frozen grass with buttercups, bright yellow buttercups, pushing through those frozen patches. And you know what? They're so strong, and it taught me that I can be strong. I also saw birds carrying away small pieces of nest material, preparing for their future baby birds, coming so soon. And I saw so many people walking by my house with their happy, happy dogs. And that taught me joy. I wonder if your pets are excited to have you home more often this week. I know mine are. So all of these things made me smile. And I noticed that when I explored, even in my own backyard, I felt better and I felt less stuck. What is Raylin saying? Crafting, cuddling with cats. Raylin reads a lot right now. That's awesome, reading is important. So when we're cooped up like this, it can feel easy to get sad or bored or you miss your friends and your activities that we're used to all doing together. So what I wanna do is challenge you. We're planning to do more online groups for just the kids coming very soon. So my challenge to you this week, to all of you young ones and youth, is go outside and explore your own backyard. What things does your yard have to teach you? The sun can teach you to shine. A tree and those buttercups can teach you to be strong. They can also teach you to blow gently in the wind. And what else can, I, can you learn by just looking, I wonder? I'm gonna keep going on my walks this week and I hope that you'll join me. Your grown-ups will hear from me soon about how we can share our findings together. And I look forward to hearing about what you find. Remember that now that spring is here, so many interesting things are happening in nature. Can you find sprouts 
nests, interesting creatures you've never seen before, blooms of all different colors, buds coming on the trees. Let's explore together this week, okay? Thanks. I'll see you soon. If you got the sun and if you got the rain and you plant a little seed in the old back lane and you wish and you hope and you keep the weeds down you might find, oh, you might find a root growing down from the seed in the ground If you got the sun and if you got the rain and you plant a little seed in the old back lane and you wish and you hope and you keep the weeds down you might find, oh, you might find stem growing out from the shoot, from the root, from the seed in the ground. And if you got the sun and if you got the rain, you plant a little seed in the old back lane, and you wish and you hope and you keep the weeds down, you might find, oh, you might find a flower growing out from the stem, from the shoot, from the root, seed in the ground and if you got the sun and if you got the rain and you plant a little seed in the old back lane and you wish and you hope and you keep the weeds down you might find oh you might find a seed growing out from the flower from the stem from the shoot from the root from the seed in the ground In the spirit of deepening our connections and offering each other support and compassion as our life journeys as individuals and the community continue, we take time now to share our joys and concerns, our struggles and achievements, our hopes and dreams with one another. Please use the chat box now to share joys and concerns with one another and with me. Okay, we send our congratulations to Julie, who has a new grandbaby. Yay. We're thinking of elderly parents who are out of state. The joy of seeing one another. Concerns about a 16, 16-year-old daughter. Sadness that we can't see our friends. We celebrate because the sun is out. We celebrate with Megan, who will be attending American University in the fall in the political science program. Congratulations, Megan. That's wonderful. We're thinking about our friends, long walks, the creativity that's coming out. Congratulations on that B, Evian, the sacred song, Circle in Plum Creek. Concerns about families across the world, missing restaurants, I hear you. We're able to connect with technology, we give thanks for that. We're thinking about our friends and relatives especially those working in hospitals and healthcare, may they be safe and healthy. Yeah, there may be some losses, graduation ceremonies, proms this spring. Our new building funding, yeah, that's a joyful moment. People who don't have a stable place to live right now, let's hold them in our hearts. Thank you for sharing all these joys and concerns. 
We're celebrating spring this morning. It's a time of renewal, rebirth, of hope. It offers so many new possibilities for our lives, so much potential. I want to invite you into a time to explore these possibilities within yourself as we do a guided meditation together. So I invite you to breathe deep, to pay attention to your breathing. If you're comfortable, you're welcome to close your eyes, continue that deep breathing. Now in your mind's eye, I'd like you to see a seed or seeds within the earth. The seeds that Hal sang about, they're waiting in the darkness. They represent things you'd like to cultivate in yourself. What are those things? Is it wisdom, patience, understanding, peace, hope, kindness? I invite you now to imagine the warmth of the sun as it penetrates the earth. Can you feel the sun's warmth and its energy reaching these seeds? Now, here comes a spring rain. Watch as the rain comes into the earth and the soil around the seeds becomes wet. Imagine those seeds starting to come to life, stirring and longing to reach up and stretch and grow. The rain and the sun are spiritual practices, those things you do to care for your spirit so that it grows and blooms and is beautiful and strong. Now back to those seeds. Imagine that seed or seeds opening up as roots begin to reach down to the earth and the stem grows upward and breaks through the soil. The plant brings in the sun's energy and the water, the soil. Now watch as those plants are growing toward the sky and the leaves are opening up. That plant is you. Imagine yourself opening more fully and offering the world the gifts you have within you. What beauty, what gifts will you bring to the world this spring? What will you share? Is it hope? Is it resilience? Is it acts of compassion and care? Is it connection with one another? Let's take a few moments of silence to reflect.
Lessons of the Spring. Our first reading by Deborah Renstra is titled Resilience. So, first thing after they moved in, the neighbors dug up Ruth's old garden, a front yard oddity that had appeared. Shaggy, extravagant, sprawling, wherever her springtime sweat cast its charms. The new people pulled out her spindly jungle of asparagus, tore up the nasturtium border whose sensuous petals like mangoes you could pluck and eat. They hacked down six-foot sunflowers, mowed over silky native grasses that flowed on breezy days like a woman's hair. The little pawpaw tree they decided to keep. They mowed around it, Grinning and waving at us as we strolled by, they spent a hot September weekend digging and seeding, laying straw, staking off squares of flat potential decency. The straw muddied, winds came, snow fell and then melted, the weather warmed, and Ruth's earth took its revenge. A hundred tulips shot up in the feeble spring lawn, raising first their cocked leaves, then their green, defiant heads. I love spring. I eagerly await the way the gray and the brown gives way to spring flowers blooming, the trees and grass turning green again. The bird of roses are blooming in my yard and daffodils coming up all over the place. I am finding joy and peace in watching the green rise up from the earth once again. Is that true for you too? In this strange time when the coronavirus is raging and our lives have changed overnight, I need the spring with its promise that some things don't change. One of our congregation members posted a piece of art on Facebook the other day. It's a painting of daffodils by British artist David Hockney, and it's titled, Do Remember They Can't Cancel Spring. The earth is awakening once again, and nothing can stop its resilience. Spring invites us to remember that life will not be denied, and that it wants to thrive. It is also inviting us to rediscover our own resilience and to join in the recreation of the world ourselves. Spring is encouraging us and saying to us, grow and bloom. You can do it, say the green shoots pushing up through the soil, the leaves opening on the trees, the spring flowers taking the risk of blooming, even though there may be an unexpected snowfall or cold snap. Just watch us, they all say, this is how it's done. As spring offers, its unexpected joys and surprises, we wonder, what will the days ahead bring each of us? We don't know in these troubling, difficult times. There are so many things out of our control right now, but what we can control are the choices we make. 
about how we live through these times. During our guided meditation, perhaps you thought about something you want to change in your life. Maybe there's something you need to let go of that no longer serves you. The warmer weather inspires us to cast off what we no longer need, whether it's wetter or not. We may clean debris from a flower bed or a closet, or we may want to clean out our minds. Like the seeds we imagined, there may be something you want to grow in yourself, a new skill or habit, a spiritual practice, a way of being that makes the world a better place. We may want to practice better self-care and reflect on our priorities. With the need to physically separate ourselves right now, Perhaps you want to work on reaching out more, being more connected with others, and deepening relationships with family and friends. They need to know right now how much they matter to you and let you know how much you matter to them. Last week, I not only invited us to look for the helpers, but to be helpers too. We need one another, and it is together that we will not only survive, but thrive. And we can have faith Faith in the many possibilities awaiting us right now. You and I may be tempted to live in fear and despair and worry with everything happening that's so easy to do. But I invite us to open our eyes to see life's capacity to renew itself, its power to triumph in spite of sometimes overwhelming odds, and trust that we will get through this together that we are as resilient as those crocuses who are opening up in spite of the risk that there will be snow again. The straw muddied, winds came, snow fell, then melted, the weather warmed, and Ruth's earth took its revenge. A hundred tulips shot up in the feeble spring lawn, raising first their cocked leaves and then their green, defiant heads. Let's be resilient like Ruth's tulips, rising in hope, bringing beauty to our world. Let's stay connected with each other and help each other and continue to be open to the blessings and the beauty that surround us and to be a blessing to one another. May it be so. Colleague Brandick Lovely once said, let there be an offering to sustain and strengthen this place, which is sacred to so many of us, a community of memory and hope, for we are now the keepers of the dream. The dream of this congregation, the UU Church of Kent, and its mission and vision thrive because each of you so generously give of your time, your talents and gifts, and your financial resources. Thank you. If you go to our church website, kentuu.org, under the ministries pull-down menu, you will find giving. Click make a donation. You can choose how often you would like to donate, fill in an amount, and let us know what your gift is for. It's that simple. You're also welcome to mail in a gift. And now in the spirit of gratitude for the gift of one another in this community, in celebration of the abundance we have and rejoicing that spring is here, we give and receive the offering as a sign of our shared commitment to the life and work of this congregation and beyond. Song of joy, the bunch.
shall break with a song of joy. The seed shall wake. May the song of joy be the song that you sing in your heart. With a song of joy, the sea shall roar. With a song of joy, the sky shall pour. May their song of joy be the song that you sing in your heart. song joy will be the song joy will be the song in my heart joy will be the song joy will be the song joy will be the song in my heart with a song of love the dads will play with a song of love the field will sway May their song of joy love be the song that you sing in your heart. With a song of love, the lilies bloom. With a song of love in the mother's womb. May their song of love be the song that you sing in your heart. Joy will be the song. Joy will be the song. Joy will be the song in my heart. Joy will be the song. Joy will be the song. Joy will be the song in my heart. With a song of ease, the snake will lie. With a song of ease, the buzzards fly. May the song of joy be the song that you sing with your heart. With a song of ease, the dogs will sleep. With a song of ease, the willows weep. May their song of ease be the song that you sing in your heart. Joy will be the song. Joy will be the song. Joy will be the song in my heart. Joy will be the song. Joy will be the song. Joy will be the song in my heart. God of earth with a song of praise to the God of birth may the song of praise be the song that you sing in your heart with a song of praise to love below with a song of praise to the love of all may the song of praise be the song that you sing in your heart Joy will be the song, joy will be the song in my heart. Joy will be the song, joy will be the song, joy will be the song in my heart. Now it's time to bring our worship to its close, and I would invite us to have a song of joy in our hearts to take with us as we go out in the world. Now, would you join me in the words for extinguishing the chalice? We extinguish this flame, but, but not, not the, the light of truth, the warmth of community, or the fire of, of commitment. commitment. May we carry these in our hearts and in our minds until we are together again. Thank you again for joining us this morning. If you'd like to stick around after the service, 
and be part of virtual coffee hour. We'll use our magic flu powder again and away you'll go to talk with others. I offer you these words by Starhawk. Plant a seed this springtime, hold it in your hand and envision a world in which we live in balance with nature, at peace with one another, where creativity and love flourish. Offer your seed to the earth, water and tend it as you tend those qualities and take those actions which can bring our world to birth. And now with gratitude for this gathered community as we rejoice in the return of spring and with trust in life's resilience, let us go forth in hope and peace to continue inspiring love, seeking justice and growing together in community. May it be so, blessed be, amen and namaste.